0: So, a grand jury has indicted the former U.S. Marine, his name is Daniel Penny, in connection with that chokehold death of Jordan Neely on the subway train last month. And according uh, to different reports, the exact charges aren't going to be unsealed until a later court date. <laughs> but he was initially arrested and charged with second-degree murder, and uh He's so far raised a lot of money with a go send, a give, send, go. It's like a GoFundMe, $2.8 million. But he does face 15 years if found guilty.
1: Well, Casey, the famed philosopher Homer Simpson once said the lesson is never try. And the message that is being sent to people in these liberal meccas like New York is do not help anyone. If you up to and including see your fellow citizen being threatened by a deranged lunatic who is threatening to kill people, you just sit there or move to another car and you allow whatever happened to happen. Because in the case of Daniel Penny, and by the way, you know, they're trying to make this out to be the racist thing because that's what they always do. That's the tired yeah. old playbook. Mm-hmm. The, there are people who were on that subway who are black, who are coming to this guy's defense, who are going, no, no, no. This guy saved our life. This guy was th- the 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 lunatic that he ultimately choked out was threatening people. He was acting in a deranged fashion. Obviously the guy has a rap sheet as long as the speedway at the Indianapolis 500 in terms of history of violence, threats of violence, deranged mental behavior. This was a serious bad actor. He's not some just Michael Jackson impersonator as they try to make him out to be, and for his troubles, now this guy has his life on the line.
0: Right. Okay. So you mentioned the guy on the subway, the bad actor, he had been arrested more than 40 times, including numerous assaults on subway passengers. So he was just repeating his previous actions. But in regards to Daniel Penny, it's almost like damned if you do, dead if you don't, right? Right. It doesn't pay to have courage and help others well, because look what what is happening now to him.
1: Well, this is again, when you have a justice system and here is so here is what happened many years ago is Republicans were totally asleep at the switch in the sense of they were focused on winning uh, winning. U.S. congressional races or U.S. Senate seats or even in the sense, hey, we've got to under Obama, look at all these state House and state Senate seats. We took thousands, literally thousands of state and local offices, federal offices that they won under Obama. Oh, my gosh, look at what we've done. And someone like George Soros recognized that doesn't matter. Because ultimately, there are two things that matter. Number one is to be able to indoctrinate people so that by the time they enter society, they are pre-programmed to think in a certain way, and over time, they will resoundingly reject whatever meaningless gains you have made in the short term. Public education system, school boards, big amount of money of radical, radical left money going to elect school board candidates. That's number one. Number two, he recognized when it's all said and done, the justice system is all that matters because the justice system is the last and final check and balance on a society. And if you can, while everyone else is asleep at the switch, patting themselves on the back and throwing parades for winning meaningless state house and Senate seats, you can control who administers the justice and how it is administrated. That's what matters most. And so you have all of these left radical left prosecutors, not just Democrats, but complete Marxist maniacs who are now in charge of justice in our society. And you see this sort of thing happening more and more often.
0: And the one who is going to administer justice in this situation... Is Alvin Bragg. Right. It's the same guy that was going after Trump. And Daniel Penny said that he, yes, he put the guy in the chokehold because he was threatening passengers. But then he put him in a recovery position to make sure that he was still breathing. And he was just hoping he wanted the police to come and take over. But let's listen to what he had to say. He describes the incident and his training
2: in courage. East Village in Manhattan. So I take the subway multiple times a day. In this instance, I was coming from school. I got out of class around 2 fifteen and I took the J, I was at J Street Metro tech took the uptown F train um, at second Avenue um, a man came on stumbled on he was appeared to be on drugs um, the doors closed and he ripped his jacket off and violent, and threw it at the people sitting down to my left I was listening to music at the time um, and he was yelling so I took my headphones out to hear what he was yelling and the three main threats that he repeated over and over was, "I'm going to kill you," "I'm prepared to go to jail for life," and "I'm willing to die." You know, this is a this was a scary situation, and uh, Mr. nearly came on. He was he was threatening. He's, he's a, I'm six two, and he was taller than me, so it was. And there's a common misconception that Marines don't get scared. We're actually taught uh, one of our core values is courage, and courage is not the absence of fear, but how you handle fear, and you know, I was scared for myself, but I looked around. I saw women and children. He was yelling in their faces, saying saying these threats. I couldn't just sit still.
0: So he was trying to protect other passengers from Neely, and he used his Marine training to do so. He goes on to talk, and he was talking about this over the weekend before the indictment came down, but he talks about the timeline. And as you mentioned, Rob, that many people are saying this was about race, and there were other black and brown people on the subway that he was trying to protect and this was not about race.
2: Some people say that I was holding on to Mr. Ely for fifteen minutes. This is not true. I mean between stops is only a couple of minutes. And so the whole interaction less lasted less, less than five minutes. Some people say I was trying to choke him to death, which is also not true. I was trying to restrain him. Uh, you could see in the video there's a clear rise and fall of his chest, indicating that he's breathing. I'm trying to restrain him from him being able to carry out the threats. And then some people say that this was about race, which is absolutely ridiculous. I didn't see a black man threatening passengers. I saw a man threatening passengers. A lot of whom were people of color. A man who helped restrain Mr. Neely was, was a person of color. And then a few days after the incident, I, I read in the papers that uh, a woman of color came out and called me a hero. I don't believe that I'm I'm a hero, but uh, she was one of those people that I was trying to protect. So
1: there's a famous episode of Seinfeld. Yes. Where... The Good Samaritans. Well, that one, but in terms of the... I'm talking about the leap you have to make to think that this guy intended to in any way kill this guy or whatever. So there is a famous episode of Seinfeld where Kramer befriends um, this old couple who owns a shoe cobbling business and he gets everybody's shoes because they're about to go out of business. So he gets everybody that you would have no reason to have a shoe cobbler in the modern era, but he gets everybody to give their business to this old couple. And ultimately they go out of business and Kramer becomes convinced that they were in some sort of scheme to steal everyone's shoes, and Jerry just walks in through it and goes something effective effect of, "So you're telling me that Mom and Pop mm-hmm. started this business, spent 40 plus years building trust in the community solely to steal your shoes?" Right. And Kramer looks at him and goes, well, "Something like it appears so." Yeah. And so the the, the 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 that is the same leap of ridiculousness to say, "So this guy Daniel Penny." serves his country faithfully as a member of the you know, armed forces. He is a member of the, the military. He, by all accounts, lives an exemplary life, has an exemplary public service in the military. No hint in his background of, you know, they've scoured this guy's social media and every email he's ever sent and everything else. There's not a hint of racism. And he hit all of that for some big plot to get on the subway Mm -hmm. and he said, I'm going to sit here listening to music and then I'm going to find the first Michael Jackson impersonator that I can and choke him out. That was his intention that day. This, This whole thing, his whole life has been a big setup because he's just a big closet Racist that was looking to kill a black guy. Yeah,
0: no, Alvin Bragg's just trying to stir s- stuff up. It is 15 minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's touch on this really quick. Emily's List, which is a political action committee, uh, they aim to elect female candidates. They're spending tens of millions of dollars to boost Kamala Harris. That's kind of sexist, isn't it? During what, that they only. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and they're very selective. If it was a reverse, and (laughs) we only support men, yes, can you imagine? Women would be up in arms over that. But uh, okay, so they say that they're going to not—they're doing it to to boost her. Oh. Right. Uh, And it's they've never done this with a sitting vice president before, obviously, if they only target females. But it's uh, to reflect a a broader effort to bolster her amid low approval ratings. Yes. And they say that they're going to give her maybe 10 million (laughs) dollars, but they're going to target YouTube and TikTok, a younger section of voters. Oh, what do they need? Ten million dollars. For because just make a couple videos and put that—that's a free platform. Well,
1: isn't it interesting too that this is a person who was a U.S. senator before she was vice president. She's been vice president for two and a half years, and is so wholly unlikable that some radical left pro-abortion group, which is what Emily's list is, let make no mistake what they are. They can say we're to boost women. No, they are to to boost on demand fetus sucking supporting women. That's w- what they are. Let's just call it what it is. She's so unlikable that they be- they believe they have to spend ten million dollars to help to help her. Newsflash, if you have been a United States Senator, you have run for president and you've been the vice president for two and a half years, and your approval sucks, it's because you suck. Mm-hmm. and no amount of money is gonna change that.
0: Okay, so money for her isn't that really money for the Biden Harris ticket? And you mean the
1: Harris-Biden administration?
0: <laughs> exactly. So there is a new uh, Suffolk University USA poll that just came out two days ago. And it says that 86% of Biden voters say they are either very or somewhat comfortable with Harris becoming president in place of Biden if, if he's unable to serve his full term.
1: All right, Casey, I'm looking at my watch. It's 918, which means you got about 22. 20- Uh, 22 minutes left of me trying before the first tee shots hit at the U.S. Open. So what would you like for me to try with next?
0: (laughs) We're going to talk about this new poll that has Trump leading Biden. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.